Ladies and gentlemen, from the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review. Alex, you've been to Florida twice <laughs> yeah, since we last yeah. recorded this podcast. I, le- I, I lucked into going to Florida twice this summer. Uh, That's fantastic. Weirdly enough, Although it's the summer in Florida, which maybe maybe <laughs> it, you didn't win out so big. It, it is. It was it was kind of a surprise. The first time I went was in June, which actually wasn't so bad. The weather was pretty good. It was kind of cloudy and a little rainy, and I was like, "Well, this isn't bad at all." And then I went in August, which was like hell on earth. I have never mm. been so hot in my life. I felt like I was in like mm. the South Pacific. It's probably what Pandora feels like, I yeah. assume, if you actually <laughs> go there. It's very authentic. Yeah, yeah. I, I made that observation a couple of times. Yeah. Um, so I, I did. I got to go see Pandora right when it opened, like the week it opened, which is the, cool. the reason I went the first time was to just specifically to see Pandora. The second time I went was for work. So I saw it twice, like opening and then after a couple months of, of running the, you know. The, when it was totally and, beat up and run down and everything was broken. <laughs> yeah. When all the paint, all the paints faded, all the, all the plants are dead. Uh, yep. <laughs> there's, there's nothing left. This last time, it, like the park was pretty crowded and the. The weights were not bad at all. I, so I, I guess I'll just start there. It's like the queue for, for Flight of Passage specifically can hold like six hours worth of people. It's wow. enormous. It's, it's yeah. you know, it, it's about the size, I think, of the indie queue in California when everybody mm. is in it. Wow. Like when it's, when it's all the way out to the, to the you know, the, the road between in the road through Adventureland. Sure. And they don't have many switchbacks. So it's mostly just a straight line through with a couple of little extra areas where they can add some add some some people, you know? Interesting. Now, I haven't watched any videos, but I've heard the queue is amazing. It is amazing. It is it is on par with uh the indie queue and the queue for um uh for Journey to the Center of the Earth. Cool. Okay. And, you know, oddly enough, it's more like Journey's queue than it is Indie's queue. Yeah. Uh yeah. there aren't That's any interactive right. elements. But it, it's kind of a lab, and the queue itself tells the story as you're going through it. Uh, lots of stuff to read. It's an interesting mix of, like, national park plaques and information and uh, just cool stuff to look at. Cool. You know, there's specimens. I'll tell you what. Let me back up for just a minute because people might not be aware, first of all, that this is an animal kingdom in yep. Florida. And kind of where an animal kingdom is it? It is where Camp Mini Mickey used to be. So... If you walk into the park, you go toward the Tree of Life, you branch off to the left, and there's a, a bridge that leads you right into it. Um, it's also right next to Tiffin's, which is the new restaurant that they put in, which uh, I did not eat at, but looks fantastic. That's uh, in Pandora or outside of Pandora? It's out, just outside of Pandora. So, okay, so it's not Pandora-themed. It, no, no, but it's a, it's a very nice sort of uh, you know Southeast Asian English expatriate-themed restaurant. Okay. It's pretty good. Uh, really nice lounge. Looks great. Um, and then you walk across the bridge, and you're in Pandora. They've done a really good job of making it very understated. Uh-huh. No big sign that's like, welcome to Pandora, the world of Avatar, brought to you by James Cameron and Disney. <laughs> yeah, which right, I find right. really uh, interesting. There's not only not an overarching sign, there's not really much signage in general for the attractions themselves. Not very much. The only mm-hmm. sign as you walk in is just basically kind of a national park-ish sign. Almost everything is national park-ish. That's kind of what they're going for. And it's like, welcome to the Valley of Mora, you know? What is the story of the land? So the story is that everything there takes place like a generation after the events of the movies. Yeah. When all the evil industrialists have been kicked off the planet and the planet is being 
uh, nursed back to life by conservationists. Okay. So everything there is like, hey, we're protecting the mountain banshee species, and here's how we're doing it. And so they're telling the story of like of like keystone species conservation, you know, like tigers, snow leopards, rhinos, you know, things that like not rhinos, but like predators at the top of the food chain, like we do all the time in on Earth. And they're they're tying that into 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 Animal Kingdom, which is why it's actually a pretty good fit. You know, I have heard a lot of static about people not thinking that Pandora is a fit. I disagree. I think it's a great fit because uh, they made it a great fit. You know, okay. so there's lots of plaques all around the place talking about like what this exhibit is, what it's for, like how it's being you know uh, uh, rejuvenated to its earlier state. There's interesting warnings about dangerous animals. Um, <laughs> there's a ton of audio work. Of Pandoran animals, very realistic. They have kind of life profiles. Like you'll hear like a predator chasing something, and you'll hear like the herd of animals running away from it. Mm-hmm. And it changes from day to night. The most surprising thing for me was it's not very big at all, despite the fact that it's like 15 acres of land. But most of that land is taken up by an absolutely enormous show building, uh-huh. which has two attractions in it. it. You can breeze right through it. There's like there's basically a restaurant, a, a drink bar, some trails, and then these two attractions, and that's pretty much it. Okay. But what is there is great. So yeah, yeah. The, the, so let's jump. We can jump back to a flight of passage now. I guess. And so right? flight of passage, yeah. uh, if you had to describe it, is basically like Soren on steroids. It's it's a it's a very very realistic flight simulator. Mm-hmm. Like Soren is a gentle like you know like hang glider simulation, but flight of passage feels extremely real. Like I think they're using cust- like a custom sized screen. Like it's giant. You don't see the edges unless you really look for them. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter where you sit on the ride, which I found really compelling and interesting, like cuz I've I've sat all levels of Soren and there are seats you don't want. <laughs> you know, right. when everything's all bent around the sides. It doesn't matter. It doesn't seem to matter at all on Flight of Passage. It's the do same. Do you wear 3D glasses? You do. They are the the sort of the new style uh prism 3D glasses yeah. uh from yeah. digital proje- projection. They're very comfortable and light. They're not like the big thick black plastic ones. Okay. They don't fit on kids very well. That's mm, a, that was a thing. Parker kept, kept falling off her face. Hmm. But uh, very unique ride system. I don't want to spoil a lot for people, but it's like it does more than Soren can do. A lot more. Yeah. It's yeah. much more realistic for for like action and very exciting moments. <laughs> like it can it it can really move. In the uh, pantheon of Disney attractions, where does this one fit in terms of? Is did you love this? Did you like it? Where, where is it? I'd put it in top five, to be honest. Um, okay. They put a ton of work into it, and it shows. Just like the, the best uh, at Disney Seed, the best at, you know, like, it's it's really, really good. Is it the best attraction in Walt Disney World? I don't know yet. I have to think about that. I have to write it a couple more times. Like, But it is among the best easily. Everybody who comes off that ride raves about it like I have never heard people do. When I leave rides, you, you, you listen to people, right? And they're just like, oh, that was fun, you know? Like, But people go crazy for this thing. Like, people walk off going, wow, that was incredible. I've never felt anything like that. You know, it's Well, like- one thing I've noticed is that people go nuts over Soren. Yes, I mean, people they do. love yeah, that they ride. Do. They absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm, if this is better than that in the same, you know, in and sort of fulfills the same kind of fantasy, then I could see people just going nuts over it, possibly. I think that people are very used to the idea of roller coasters and the idea of, like, a boat ride. But flight simulators just feel like a little bit more interesting than that. And so I think Uh that's why people go crazy over Soren because they definitely do. And I mean, like in China, they did too. So, I mean, whereas like for me, Soren feels very normal to me now. 
and there's nothing yeah. like terribly impressive about it. Like I know I've seen like the Erector set like whole thing, and I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. It doesn't feel like that impressive of a thing compared to like say uh, the Tron Light Cycle Power Run, which actually has a lot in common with what you're describing for Flight of Passage, where it just feels very real. And I think that there's something, I don't know if it's specifically the idea of straddling a vehicle, but there is something more interesting about that than just sitting down in a seat. This feels different. Like you feel like you're doing something other than just sitting down and that is already starting you off like on a better foot. Ostensibly, you are being psionically linked to an avatar riding another banshee. The thing you're riding on is simulating that banshee, right? So it breathes. It has air bladders in it that breathe in and out as you ride. It moves like an animal. It It's kind of unpredictable. It sways back and forth. And it's like it, it does not feel like at all like you're riding a motorcycle. It feels like you're riding a thing because it is always in motion. Hmm. Like it's even because sometimes you, you like swoop up and you perch on a branch, right? Well, then you feel the branch move up and down. You feel the, the, you feel the, the banshee move like left and right. You, it's, it's, it's fully... Like riding a thing, <laughs> you know, not riding a, a motorcycle. When you are being linked to it, it has all sorts of other things that happen. There's a screen down below that shows you, like, the 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 level of, of psionic link you have with the avatar. And there's, like, uh, there's haptic um, feedback in the restraint system that buzzes and does things while you're being linked. So it's, like, it, they, they did a lot, of, a lot of work just getting you, like... To believe what's happening <laughs> at a level that n- normally you wouldn't have, you don't, you don't, you don't really have that in most rides. You know, you don't like, you're not being told like this sort of story between the story that you're being right. like, you know, pushed into another creature. <laughs> yeah, for Soren, for example, there's not much effort put into making it seem like you're on a hang glider or a plane. Like it isn't even very yeah. clear what's going on. Yeah. yeah, you just are. You just sort of hey, it we're right very now weird. in the sky. It seems it seems like they're trying to simulate a hang glider in many situations, but then I don't understand the entire pre-show, which is like that it's a flight and I'm getting on yeah. a plane. I mean, very yeah. much a lot of that pre-show is like a flight attendant sort of thing. Yeah. And having yeah. arrival gates and, you know. Uh, flight of Passage does a ton of work in the pre-show, too. Um, it's also educational. And it's so interesting that they t- they're they using like this fictitious uh, this fictitious envelope to send you a, a a very real story about conservation. It's it's hmm. pretty cool how they do that. There are some things in this ride that slow it down. Um, people have trouble getting in and out of the vehicles. If you are of a certain stature and size, you may not fit. It, it is limiting in that way. So if you you can be too big to ride this ride and mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to to fall along like a certain like weight limit, you know? It's all about your body your body size and how you carry weight. You can be too big in your legs and not fit, mm. you know, but you are not large in your chest <laughs> and sure. people freak out on it. So like a few times, like I've been on it three or four times now and in two of them, somebody in one of the other rooms flipped out, didn't want to get on the ride and had to be like sort of helped off. And well, so, that leads into my other question. I was curious if someone were hypothetically not a thrill ride person, mm-hmm. would, they, would they find this too intense? They might. Um, I, I think that the thing that might scare people the most is not the actual ride itself, but the, how much you have, you get squeezed into it. Cause even like they make okay. sure you can't move, which is weird. Cause it doesn't move that much, but I think yeah. they really want to make sure that you don't get off that bike, you know? Yeah. 
Um, so if you're a little bit claustrophobic, I think that I think that it could really affect you. Like it holds a lot of people, and it, it, it like the ride itself is about four minutes long. So it like it it pu- it pulls people through quite a bit. And I think there's three or four theaters, each of which hold like let's say fifty or sixty people for uh-huh. each for each for each um, each show. Yeah, and the ride itself, though, oh my god, so exciting, so interesting. Uh, it does a lot of the same stuff Starin does. You know, there's there's smells, there's golf there's, balls. There's you get splashed with water a lot. So everybody <laughs> so likes 4D. Everybody. fully 4D. That's great. One thing I found particularly <laughs> interesting, and I'm not 100 percent positive on this, but I think I am, is one of the, the like the scent profiles on the ride are all on alien planets. So it's not like oranges and pine trees. It's not. It's nothing like that. They're all weird smells. And I think that w- at least one of those smells is the smell of a plant that they have outside everywhere. Uh, because mm. there's a very unusual plant smell outside. Uh-huh. And I think that they manufactured it for the ride itself. So you get, the, huh. you get that same like scent, which, Interesting. which is a cool detail, if true. So either they're pumping that smell out outside as well, or it's just a synthetic version of one of the plants they have uh, around Pandora. It's, obviously, it's very beautiful. They did a great job theming it. it. It's closest analog, I think, is probably Cars Land. Feels it's it's similar in this in the same way of like just environmental quality. It's actually on par with Mysterious Island at Disney Sea as well. I think it's really well done. Yeah, especially in the day to night transition. Well, yeah, it's a good question. What, what day versus night? What's the difference? Well, at night the they they've simulated bioluminescence in all the plants. Well, many of the yeah. plants, and they do it yeah. in a variety of different ways, which is kind of interesting. Some of the plants are illuminated from within and they just glow yeah. they also utilize black lights all over the place to make other plants glow and that's also mm-hmm. how they make the ground glow so the ground mm-hmm. the ground is probably the cheapest of all the effects in my opinion like it looks it's cool but it's like you can tell that it's hey there's a black light right over there and it's making this paint grow, glow on the Interesting. ground you know? they made it seem like it was going to interact with you in their yeah they did demos that's <laughs> disappointing did. It, it, that doesn't it does I mean, not I, I mean i knew that was not going to be feasible but it's it's just like it's kind of disappointing they previewed something like that knowing it wouldn't scale. Yeah, yeah. And you know how fast it would break, right? <laughs> oh, I know. It would break be, very be, fast. I mean, if they, used it in, if they used it in a particular area, maybe it would be okay. But, yeah, it sounds like they just couldn't do that sort of thing. Of- yeah, and, and even even still, the, there's not ground luminescence everywhere. It's only certain spots. Weird. So do, do the rocks actually look like, look like they're floating? No, I don't okay. think so. I all mean, right. they kind they kind of do, but I mean, if you're if you're familiar with the movies at all, the the rocks when they're the the floating mountains bob up and down like they're in right. liquid, yeah. you know, and they don't do that at all. But you know, they 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 hid the support structures really effectively, so like they're all vines and like it's so it, it looks really good, but yeah. like I didn't really get the get the feeling that it's, it was like a uh, you know it looks like they're being held up with big viney vines. <laughs> yeah, um, is the physical so, scale of those though like really impressive, or did you find yeah. it to be like a little man, eh, whatever? It's pretty big. Are we yeah, talking it, like are we talking like Cars Land structures big where you're just like holy crap, this is enormous? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. big. Yeah, they're huge. <clears throat> um, it's pro- it's one of the taller things in the park. It's you know I don't know if it's tall as Everest, but it's pretty tall. And you can walk all around it, which is cool. Uh, the queue for Flight of Passage winds like behind the the main floating mountains and has lots of like water. There's a lot of water in it as well. A lot of waterfalls. It's really really beautiful. It's, it's one of those great theme park places that it's a it's a nice space. It's a nice place to be. Yeah. I spent a lot of time there at night, just like sitting and watching the world. It was neat. 
Yeah, um, no, is it easy to hang out there in terms of a couple things? Are there like benches so you can just kind of hang out? And also, are there like restaurants and snack bars where you can sit and there's like a vista for you to look at? As far as the food goes, no. Um, okay. The the restaurant there, which is really cool, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great venue. Um, but when you're sitting in there, you don't see very much out the front. It's kind okay. of a, it's a neat theme though. It's like a basically almost everything there is a reclaimed installation of that mining company that got kicked off Pandora. Yeah, and some of some of it's being reclaimed by the jungle, which is neat, and some of it's being repurposed by the Navi, or by humans who are living on Pandora now. And so, like the 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 dining area is the old mess hall of the RDA, and so and but inside it's all like filled with like Navi like baskets and weaving and like sculptures and cool lights, and so it's obvious that like they took this over and are now like cooking for the Earthlings. <laughs> the food is very good, but as for like places to sit, there's not a ton. There are benches. Um, they're they're all kind of uh, like pillars that have fallen over and stuff so like there's no like bench benches okay so almost everything like it's really organic like every everything there was a thing that's being repurposed as another thing yeah Mm. do people seem into avatar like did you see any avatar fanatics there or is everyone (laughs) there just because they're there for walt disney world no it seems most people don't seem to be like rabid fans of avatar did you see anyone wearing avatar merch Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that stuff's really popular, which is super surprising to me. I did not think that would sell very well. But, like, it's, and it's like, it's like Navi tails and, like, ears with, like, the, with, like, the little, little jeweled headpiece and stuff. And face paint. You can, the kids get their faces painted up like Navi. And I saw it everywhere. They're into it because it looks cool, I think, not because they have right. some sort of affinity a, an affinity with, yeah. the, with the property, but because it does yeah. all look cool. So, like, they're sort of giving Avatar this other weird life that it never had in the first place. Even Like, it's so weird because, like, Avatar is the, the highest grossing film of all time, right? But, like, people barely talk about it, don't remember it, you know? And it's like, it's, I think that it's kind of one part giving it a new life, like, making people remember this property, you know? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that movie. I like that movie. Both of the attractions, I think, give a ton of, like extra affinity to the property again but the the shops are always crammed with people constantly buying everything like they have little uh little puppets uh baby banshee puppets which are pretty cool they're uh they're cable puppets they sit on your shoulder and you can like make them turn their head and flap their wings and stuff and like those things sell like crazy i saw tons of kids with those there's this weird like um like 3d mapping action figure kiosk where you you get your body scanned and they make a, a navi version of you as an avatar, <laughs> which doesn't seem to me like it would be like very popular at all, but like the line was super long. Yeah, it's weird. Like it's like everything everything caught on. It's nice to see that that like they didn't just like make this thing that turned out to be a dud on arrival. You know, it doesn't seem to be at all. It seems like everything's working. So what about the other attraction? It is good, but it is not great. It's a it's a it's a good little boat ride. It's very short. It's only about four minutes long. Which whoa, wait, did you say four minutes? Four minutes long. It's not long. It's holy like you're, cow! You're in and out of that thing. It's about the same length as that flight of passage. Um, it's not a long ride. Uh, it has whoa. a spectacular animatronic figure in it that is um like mind blowing. Like the way it moves, it's totally next level. Instead of using animatronics for 
almost every life thing in the the boat ride except for the AA at the end. It's all projection. Like every living thing in there is a projection thing. And through a variety of different types of projection. So sometimes things are rear projected behind a leaf. Sometimes things are directly projected onto like a log. So you'll have like caterpillars and like life, you know. All, so it's there's life everywhere inside the ride. But most of it is projected. Um, but it looks pretty realistic. Uh, even some of the water is projected, which I thought was really interesting. There's waterfalls that are projected that are, that, mm. they look totally real. Yeah. It's neat. It's really neat. Alex, but, do you but very short? Do you feel like this is? Would you rather? What's the question I'm trying to ask? Is there is there a boat ride that you would least rather go on than this? <laughs> I mean, you uh, said it was four yeah, minutes. No, you said yeah, it's a little disappointing, yeah. but like all kind of boat rides are kind of like <laughs> yeah, long boat rides. This seems very short, and like maybe for the wait, I'm not sure. Maybe not worth. Well, there's it. Storybook Canal Boats, which is a yeah. half an hour to hour wait, and sure. the ride's probably a little longer than four minutes. It's probably what six or seven. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say least. it's it's better than Maelstrom was. It's better okay. than it's better than um the the boat ride in Mexico, which I can't remember right now. Fair enough. Yes, it's yes. That's the one. Uh, it's That's better than that. Weak. Yep. Definitely better than both of those, but I can't say it's better than others just due to the length. Like if the link was if if it was like two minutes longer, I think it would be a home run. That's what is interesting to me because like when I was in Shanghai, I went to the I went to the Crystal Grotto attraction, which was supposed to be their crowning jewel of Fantasyland, and I gave zero f**ks about it. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people went crazy for it. I mean, do people seem to go crazy for this thing, or are people all like you, where they leave and they're like, "Yeah, it was fine." Yeah, that's pretty much it. And um, people don't. I don't. You like you are pretty close to other boats when you ride through it, so you can hear other guests, right? Mm. And I didn't really hear a lot of big reactions for the AA figure, you know. Mm-hmm. And for people like us, like we see that thing, I'm like, oh, dang, that's huge, that's awesome, you know, because it's it's really impressive. But for but some people, most... they just might expect it to be that good, yeah. or something. Yeah, they yeah. just like ah, yeah, because they don't know the difference between that and like the really good animatronic figures on like pirates, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like it's it, oh, that's just another animatronic figure. Uh, the main difference is you get pretty close to it. I think you get closer to that than most animatronic figures on any attraction in almost anywhere. Like, huh. you get right up on it, you know, almost to the point where you could touch it. Do they do a good job of making the spaces feel big, or do you feel like you're, you know, in a dark ride? I felt like I was in a dark ride. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 but, 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 that said, like, there's some illusions there that, that do make it feel a little bit more vast, but, like, I personally didn't feel like, th- like, they really did it for me, you know? I could see what they're trying to do, but it didn't, like, make me feel like I was in a big forest okay yeah this is sort of what i've heard that it's it's good and there's a couple cool things it's not not superb yeah the queue Which is cool. disappointing because i wanted it to i mean I, i'm still excited to go on it i am uh but i was really excited about the boat ride format to be honest because disney doesn't disney or universal don't do a lot of kind of like peaceful meandering rides anymore yeah right mm-hmm. and so i'm really excited about that form uh, as a way to do really you know beautiful interesting things that mm-hmm. uh, feel relaxing and are just you know nice to look at and so it feels like they did like a you know b level job maybe i agree i it might be a d ticket but i would yeah. probably put it in the c ticket category yeah would you rather go on this or jungle cruise oh oh uh, hmm. i don't actually like the jungle cruise very much so like 
I don't think I would. Whoa. Alexa just turned on. Oh my god, that's the best. <laughs> that's really funny. I'm lucky we weren't like ordering something. I really like the Japanese Jungle Cruise, so maybe that one is a little better right, because of right. that cave, you know? Mm-hmm. That that one I would rather go on than this one, but it was it's 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 totally worth riding. Like, don't get me wrong. It's like it's it's very good, but it should be a little bit longer with how much work they put into everything. Like it it feel it feels like they they just sort of cheaped out on it a little bit. Especially because, like, the show building is kind of unique in that it is both attractions in one show building, which is something they've tried to do for a long time but never actually got off the drawing board. You know, like, they've been trying to do this since the 70s to make, a like, this giant show building that has a whole bunch of attractions inside of it. So they did that, and um, the, the the river ride sort of exists in this this side outcropping of the, the giant building that holds Flight of Passage. So it feels like they could have made it just like put one more bend, you know, in the river. And I think it would have made all the difference in the world because you, you just come, you come around the last bend. It's like, oh, that's it? You know, and, and that I do hear from other people in the boats. <laughs> like, oh, people are kind of, pe- people seem surprised that that's, that's, that's it. But the queue for it's pretty good. It's, it's, um, it's really beautiful, all handcrafted. Like, like it's all sort of a, you sort of wind through this like weird little museum of like totems and uh, offering um, offering displays that the Navi have built, as well as little plaques of all the creatures that live on Pandora. So it's neat. It's 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 got a lot to look at, and and some lucky Imagineer got to weave a ton of cool read objects. Okay, so we're sending a we're sending a new guest to Walt Disney World, for, never never visited before. Mm-hmm. Is Pandora you, the first thing you tell them to see? No, I don't think so. Uh, but but I might I might tell them that Animal Kingdom is a good first park. There's something I've always liked about Animal Kingdom is it is the it's the ultimate park for spaces. Every part of that park, there's always a place where you can go and just like enjoy where you are. And this is most apparent in like the Africa and Asia sections of the park, where there are lots of signage and things in the periphery of where you are that are just super interesting right. to look at and enjoy. People used to complain about Animal Kingdom a lot in that it was a half-day park, which I never really subscribed to. But I can I can see their argument. Like, there weren't a lot of attractions. It's like, you can, you can rip through them in a mooring, and then what do you do, you know? But Animal Kingdom is a place that rewards curiosity. It rewards people taking their time. Now there's enough there. There are enough attractions to fill up a whole day. I think that, like, people are probably rediscovering Animal Kingdom in a new light. Mm-hmm. And so that, that that's a little heartwarming because, like, I've always wanted people to appreciate that park. It's always felt like it didn't get the respect that it was due because it is astonishingly well executed <laughs> mm-hmm. in almost, like, every way it can be. And every way that it wasn't, they fixed. Mm-hmm. 